0: On January 26, 2020, at 9.45 a.m., a helicopter crashed into the side of a mountain in Calabasas, about 30 miles northwest of downtown Los Angeles.
1: On the helicopter were Kobe Bryant, 41, Gianna Bryant, 13, Peyton Chester, 13, Sarah Chester, 45, Alyssa Altobelli, 14, Carrie Altobelli, 46, John Altobelli, 56, Coach Christina Mauser, 38, and the helicopter's pilot, Ara Zobayan, 50.
0: None survived the crash. This is our Kobe episode. Welcome to the 95th episode of Dabbling and Dribbling with Alex and Brian. Hey. This episode, as you can tell by the mood and everything else uh, just from the beginning, is a bit more somber. And um, we are going to do things a little bit different than we have in the past. Uh, we are not doing a dabbling and a dribbling section. We're just going to talk about Kobe, um, the legacy of Kobe, the good, the bad, the ugly, um, who the man was, who he was to us. And everything else in between. Um, and, yeah, it's just been kind of a, a tough two weeks. A week right now, right? It's been mm-hmm. a week. In a week. Um, a week and a couple of days. And um, I don't know. We're in it. I've had waves of emotions and things. And um, I figured we should start with where were you when you found out about Kobe?
1: Yeah, I was sitting in my apartment. And my friend, who is a writer and a reporter, sent me the link to the first reporting source. The TMZ. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that was within about eight minutes of it being posted. So that's where I was. I was working with my camera, mm-hmm. trying to get it to sync up with my gimbal. And I looked at my phone and I said, okay, that's, I'm going to call that fake news. Yeah. And... Because there's no way in the life that I lead that I would be the first person hearing about something. Yeah. If no one else has told me this already, and yeah. I haven't heard this from multiple people, because it's big news.
0: Including me. Right. I was like, <laughs> Bry
1: would tell me this already, so this can't be true. Right. And so I forwarded it to you, Yeah. Qu- questioning if I was late to this um, fake story, and I put a teardrop with it, and it was almost as a way of saying like, Bry, this isn't true, is it? That's not real.
0: Yeah. So funny that you were working with your camera. I was with my partner at Best Buy in front of the Canon lenses that all the Canon lenses that I want that are a bajillion dollars. Um, that's a that's a correct figure, bajillion. Mm. And we were just kind of like uh, planning out some things. Um, his mother's birthday is was that day, so we were just like talking about you know gifts and just ironing out some details and because we were together we weren't really looking at our phones um we tried to like not be on our phones and for whatever reason he picked up his phone and he looks at his phone and says love bryant someone was texting him but like autocorrected to love instead of kobe bryant Mm. He's like, what? And so, because he looked at his phone, I looked at my phone mm-hmm. and saw that you had texted me, and you had literally just texted me. Mm-hmm. And I look at it and I see the 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 title of the TMZ um, the TMZ report um, regarding what we all now know to be true, which is uh, Kobe Kobe Bryant died dies in helicopter crash. Mm-hmm. I look at it and. I'm like, what? And in complete disbelief. Um, and I asked, as my partner to like, I'm like, I, my hand was shaking. And I told him like, you click this. I can't click it. Like, that's not real. Um, and then we're hearing all of these like really young Best Buy workers. Mm-hmm. They're all men of color. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just like, no, this can't be real, man. Kobe's everything, man. Like they're And I'm just like, oh, okay, no, everybody's talking about Kobe. Like everybody's talking about Kobe around us at this Best Buy Click the link. The link doesn't work. And everyone around me, like you could feel in the Best Buy, everyone just like in shock of what, what they heard. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, well, it's not real until ESPN says something. Um, I called you mm-hmm. and I said, what the what the F is this? <laughs> like what? And you're like, I don't know. I I don't know. I, I just send it to you. I don't know. Yeah, and I called another friend of mine. Also, just like what is happening, and he had no idea because he was playing Madden I think all day. Right. <laughs> and so I was just like, no, I just got this report, and he's like, no, that's wild. That can't be real. And I'm like, yo, it can't be real. It can't be real. Well, let's all
1: just be in denial together. Yeah,
0: this is it's this not real.
1: I mean, until I there's no like you said. That let's look for a more credible news source.
0: Right. Then I remembered in the middle of, like, talking to somebody that um, TMZ reported Michael Jackson's death. Mm-hmm. They were the first to report it as well. So I, I was just like, okay, so this could be real. But this seems, like, mad early. Like, I don't know what's going on. Reports later showed that TMZ did report it first. And that's how most of the family found out. Right. Which TMZ... Um, no, Don't even excuse my language. You ain't shit for that. Mm. I don't care that you want to be the first to report, to get your clicks, and to get whatever money you want to get, but you, you're you terrible people for thinking that that was the best way to get your numbers up. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Mm. So that's where I was, and I don't know, I was like in complete shock. Um, we all know on this cast that I'm a huge Michael Jordan fan. I'm a big fan of LeBron and Kobe. I've always just been like, he's amazing, mm-hmm. but also he's a ball hog. <laughs> like, you know, I was, I've always like critiqued his, you know, ball hogness, but his mentality and winning spirit was very much Michael. So I had a lot of like, respect for him and the game and what he did Mm -hmm. and much like lots of people in his death we learned so much about him even more so much of it i already knew but um it was it's it's been really interesting and nice to see this like just people appreciating the man that he is and was and Mm. I know for me immediately I was just like man I need to give people their flowers when they're here yeah you know like I, I need to tell people I love them I need you know I need people to know that I care for them um, yeah what was it for you what were like your initial reactions as you are hearing things because obviously we heard Kobe was gone and then we're hearing rick fox was in the helicopter which turned out to be not mm. true it was some random tweeter oh, that i didn't believe yeah in the first then i part. then we heard yeah. that uh, gianna also known as mambasita yeah. was also uh, potentially on there but that wasn't confirmed until hours later but
1: right i heard conflicting things yeah um, i'm glad that rick fox is okay i knew immediately when i heard that 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 was probably some Rick Fox had a lot of haters I was one of them uh-huh. back in the day when the Lakers were the Lakers dynasty yeah and um, like that that's just people being very immature and mm-hmm. uh, childish and putting his name in there and I understand that caused a lot of uh, ripple and concern through his family and yeah, community absolutely. so yeah. that's that's very I'm glad that he's okay and um, he even
0: talked about that it like gave kind of was a wake-up call for him, like mm-hmm. th- like how short life is. Yeah.
1: And then the... Uh, but yeah, and I heard initially all the daughters were on the yeah. the uh, helicopter, so I'm glad that m- who is alive and safe that they are still with us. Right. And I'm, I was sad when I heard Gianna was on there and I thought of Kobe and her on the plane yeah. and what those last moments must have been like for Kobe in his mind. Um, because, you know, he's there with his daughter, who he loves, and he has right. this very special relationship with Gianna. We know he was flying to a game with her and the other members of the team who were on board and their their families mm-hmm. and the coach. So uh, when I thought about the fear that Kobe must have had rushing through him, thinking about his daughter,
0: mm-hmm.
1: only his daughter, um, that just must have been terrifying. Yeah. So um, what a way to go. And just it just it was so how he died was so sudden and violent yeah that it's uh and it's no one's fault. No one's blaming the pilot. No, he's been a very credible pilot for a long time. He's for a many pilot to decades. a lot of
0: people, including right. Kobe, for, for years. For decades. decades yeah. He's been
1: helping out athletes and celebrities who get around and move through Los Angeles, and he's one of the best yeah. to do it. They wouldn't put their trust in him if not. We don't and they know. Were, they
0: were in one of the best helicopters yeah. that you could have, too.
1: We don't know what happened to the helicopter, and frankly, for me, it doesn't matter. Yeah, um, they're gone. It's just a tragic accident, and. Uh, Uh, So yeah, it was just really sad for Kobe and Gianna And I think the world is feeling that too Um, I thought about the things that I'm not going to hear Just the week before, I was looking for a book about or by Kobe, I knew he hadn't put out an autobiography. Right. M- Mamba Mentality is the closest thing on the mm-hmm. bookshelves right now. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I want something really well written about Kobe because I I want to delve more into his psyche. Yeah, and because he I, was
0: he was such a cerebral mm-hmm. dude, I which try, shows in the way that he mentors some of yeah the people that we a love. A couple
1: times a year, I go deep dive and trying to find some good Kobeisms, and literature but it just wasn't out there yet yeah and so i thought man i i missed out on the autobiography i missed out on the hall of fame speech yo i've been i that... three three years ago when he retired with kg and tim duncan in the same year yeah i said mark my calendar when that hall of fame i put my own life goals yeah out there that i was like trying to work on and everything mm-hmm. and i said By the time these guys take the Hall of Fame stage, you better be from point A to point B on your goals. And then to see Kobe not get to that point soured soured my own goals for that mark in my life. Wow. And I didn't realize how much I loved Kobe. I respect Kobe, and I like Kobe, and I appreciate Kobe. I didn't realize how much I loved Kobe until this happened.
0: Yeah. I think also for me... um, hearing about it i think my love for kobe only grew after his retirement even more so Mm -hmm. like as a player i thought he was just 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 a villain he was such a villain on the court Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. everybody wanted to hate kobe either you loved kobe or you hated kobe there was really no in between i Mm -hmm. was one of the few that were the in between i'm just like yo he is fire on that field like when he is on the court like he is there mm-hmm. like he's ready to he's lethal yeah um, and I hate it when he was playing against my team you know like I can I can say that um, but he went out on his own terms he had his farewell tour he was able to retire his jerseys uh, I mean, He has, has, like, looking at him, I was, even, like, hearing about his death, I was just like, oh, someone's going to say something stupid that's going to be disrespectful to him and his legacy because he is a human, and he made some mistakes along the way in his time of being in the spotlight since the age of, what, 18? Mm -hmm. You know, 18 years old. Um, And I think for me, what I was even more sad about was... Wow Vanessa is postpartum six months like so his youngest daughter is six months old Yeah. Uh, Capri, also known as Coco Bean that's what because um, his her middle name is Kobe mm. Capri Kobe Bryant. Um, that wow she has to now deal with like being postpartum with after your fourth kid, right mm-hmm. six months you lost your partner in life yeah. and best friend for and now you also lost a kid yeah. on top of that like how do you like how does one survive that and then you're thinking about these three young women you know you have Natalia who is 17 and now has to live a life where for 17 years she had a dad and now she doesn't right and then you have this 3-year-old and 6-month-old who is only getting to know their father right you know and it's just like god oh, that's so heartbreaking mm-hmm. And so, like, thinking about his parents, you know, the family members, friends, sisters, uh, brothers, everyone around. Like, this is just, like, really, really painful. Um, And even thinking, like, there were players that had to play that night. Yeah. And I was just like.
1: As far as I know, only one game got postponed. And that was the Lakers
0: game. The Lakers-Clippers game. Yeah. And in that moment, I was just like, yo, I just wanted the NBA to cancel everything. But I also know yeah. that Kobe would have been like, get you your asses and play. Yeah. Right. Play, play the game that I love. Right. You know, so like, it was just, just like, such a mixed yeah. bag in a lot of ways. Um, and I think what made me the most sad was what he was doing for female sports in general. Mm-hmm. Kobe was such an avid supporter of the WNBA, the women's soccer team, just like any woman's anything Mm -hmm. he was such a big supporter of yeah because he knew that he had four girls that he was raising and he didn't want to live in a world where um they didn't get they didn't get the same opportunities as if as though if they were men yeah and the way the whole like mamba academy like helping young young men and women you know be great basketball players his daughter like people even LeBron when they they went to that one Laker game this season mm-hmm. uh, Gianna and Kobe just as my you know daughter and, and father um and LeBron's like yo like not only did I want to do a show for Kobe but I wanted to do it for Gianna too who's going to be you know who we know is going to be one of the best basketball players in the female mm-hmm. in the female league um and so it's for me. It's just like what could have been. It's just like what I keep on thinking of. Like what could have been. Everyone in the WNBA is super sad because they used to call him Mr. Commissioner, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I look at all these things. I'm like, oh, what could have been? What could have been? But I hope all of these things just instill people to like continue to work hard and grind. Yeah. Because it wasn't just Gianna, this young, this young player that was that was lost. It was so was her two friends, um, who were also star basketball players, mm-hmm. and one of their friends. Um, lost like what she was not only was lost, but so was her mother and father, and they yeah. have two siblings. she has two siblings. Yeah. Um so this is like this is affecting larger families, you know? Um so I don't know, it's just I'm just so sad. And um there was a, a thing well I'll say save it for when we talk about his life after um after twenty four. So you
1: can talk about it now.
0: Go ahead. Uh, I just don't want to cry. <laughs> no, you should uh, put put yourself out there. Someone posted, um, you know, when a father teaches a daughter how to play a sport, it's showing that daughter that they could sh- they, they could do whatever they want, you know. And you saw Kobe show up to things. For his daughters, whether it be volleyball, because Natalia is an incredible volleyball player, uh, whether it be Gianna and basketball, and whatever. The, obviously, the young kids are three and six months, so there wasn't anything really there to, to show, um, that it shows that you know it's a parent who, it is a father who believes every that their daughter can do anything that they put their mind to, and. Um, the reason why he took a helicopter this was years ago i remember him saying this in an interview that you know i take a helicopter like i used to think oh he took a helicopter to staples center like how freaking bougie you know it's like no i want to spend time with my family because i don't want to sit in la traffic that's time i could be spending with my family or i could take a whatever 20 30 minute helicopter ride Mm -hmm. to the staples center um so I look at all these things, like this man was beyond just a basketball player. He was a father, a husband, a brother, a friend, a mentor. But beyond all of that, he was a human that was complex.
1: Yeah, I feel like what the world is reacting to, and I mean the world, I just saw yeah a, this a is f- a photograph of the uh, Burj Khalifa mm-hmm. and the...
0: In in Dubai,
1: in Dubai, that has images of him and um, Gianna, Gianna, a photograph just blown up all over the facade Mm -hmm. of the buildings, and it's just remarkable what an imprint one person left. We were all stunned. I was in a daze for twelve hours. I just couldn't. I'd walk into a room and not remember why I walked in it. I'd go to do something, but then I'd forget the simple steps in doing it. I was just so phased by it. Um, I was just stunned. And yeah. I, it, it, the whole world kind of felt like that. And um, you, you just watch the reaction from people who don't even have a relationship to basketball, but they know who Kobe is. Yeah. I have So many people I've talked to who are not connected to basketball have said, I couldn't tell you the first thing about how to play the game. Sure. But I knew who Kobe was. Absolutely and kobe yeah the the
0: (laughs) when you throw throw the shot
1: the shot her around the world everybody would just say kobe when they would go to shoot right um it was in a dave Chappelle skit it was made popular maybe by him or or just by pop culture in general but uh, kobe had a reputation for being fiercely competitive Mm -hmm. and that had a lot of haters and um admirers and people in between like you said on the spectrum Mm -hmm. but it's just I didn't realize how my evolution as a young person growing up with Kobe, I grew up with Kobe being just seven years older than me. Yeah. So when I was learning the game of basketball, Kobe was already in the league making noise. Yeah. And he was someone that you and I watched all the time. He was. We saw
0: him from the jump.
1: Especially when Jordan retired, it was kind of a power vacuum. Mm -hmm. And Kobe inserted himself into there strongly Mm -hmm. and... So watching his style of play and his approach philosophically to the game was very formative for me as a young athlete. And then as a person growing up, when I realized I was in, mm, I had graduated from grad school. I was working in New York and I took a vacation to Brazil and mm-hmm. I was down there for a while. And I, you know, I was looking at some new basketball shoes to get. And I was thinking about where, where. I was going to fit more basketball into my life because mm-hmm. I just had time away to get clarity on what I wanted to do. I was like, I miss that compet- competition, that communication. i right. was being on the court. Yeah, I haven't played in a while, so I want to do that. I want to come back. And I was on my Netflix. I was on vacation on Netflix. I gave myself a pass because I don't watch Netflix when I'm um, in my day-to-day life, generally. Mm-hmm. So I was watching Netflix, and then there was stuff on no, it must have been YouTube. I was on YouTube and I started watching Kobe on some interviews and then recap uh, some old game highlights and stuff like that. Kobe doing work, the Spike Lee documentary. Yeah. And I was just like, I think I like Kobe.
0: I think I like Kobe. I remember this this time in your life.
1: <laughs> now I came back with new respect, realizing that this guy is his own person, like him or love him, hate him or leave him. He is unapologetic for who he is, mm. even the character uh, defects, if yeah. you will. So his ownership of things like when someone calls him all these like stubborn, arrogant, right. these sorts of things, when someone asked him about a defender playing him in a game, right. oh, that, that defender gave you a hard time tonight, he was really pesky, and he uh, went after you, he was very aggressive, did that bother you at all? And Kobe goes, no. Nah. We speak the same language. He's stubborn. He's arrogant. I get it. <laughs> it's like, whoa, that's okay. You know, I, I appreciate authenticity and people who are comfortable in their own skin, even when it's a diss against them. Yeah. Um, when he was asked, "Hey Kobe, you got s- five rings now after his fifth championship," right? That and, was a big uh, thing. You you, you just you're got five away. rings. Are you you're one away from Jordan? What does that mean to you? Because he's been chasing Jordan his whole career. And Kobe just I mean,
0: that was a narrative like we in media and everybody was giving him too. Mm-hmm. Like that was, that was our thing. Yeah,
1: we assigned these things to him as kind of like a, a diss. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're a lesser than Jordan until you get this, you're like that. And he said, without missing a beat, he goes, That just means I have one more ring than Shaq. <clears throat>
0: And Remember he, what he said about uh, why he picked twenty-four after after eight?
1: Because he's a three times the player he used to be. Right. We all know that's not true. <laughs>
0: we all know you just wanted to be one better than uh, yeah. than, than Michael. But come on. <laughs> yeah, it was
1: fine. He he did things in such a way. Even when his Olympic number mm-hmm. was ten, because Jordan wore nine, mm-hmm. he'll probably tell you that wasn't true. But.
0: <laughs> It's also like, we, I mean, we we know how numbers work. You're doing work.
1: simple addition.
0: <laughs> You're doing simple addition by one. Oh, but sir. he never
1: told us anything. <laughs> You know, he never said it. But I, I think that that's what's remarkable about, remarkable about him is that he was doing things his own way. People are, say you're not supposed to say some things like that. You're not supposed to make shoes the way he made shoes. Everybody's making mid cuts and high tops. And he's like, no, I want a low cut
0: yeah, on my shoe. He, he, had a, he had several low cuts, he, didn't he?
1: He said, we're going to go away from what everyone else is doing because I want a lighter shoe. I want good traction. I want it low to the ground. I want stability. And he modeled it after soccer shoes because of his grow, him growing up playing soccer as much as he did. He put these low cuts on his feet and made that a new trend in the uh, sneaker community. And you started to see that take hold in the way other people were making their shoes, too. Uh, and he adopted this Mamba mentality idea. You know, like, I'm going to be quick and agile and light and speedy and um, do my shoes a different way. And we're going to do... My marketing for that a different way. Kobe grew up learning multiple languages.
0: He speaks so many languages. I only thought it was Italian, but yo, yeah. he was like speaking to Luca, Luca
1: mm-hmm. and I was
0: just like, "What?"
1: He, I think he can speak like four or five languages, and one of uh, he said German was one of them to Stephen A. Smith, and he was, he laughed and. Kobe goes you think I'm joking I think he I think there's a a moment where he was standing next to Dirk in one of his last seasons and he said something to Dirk in German Mm -hmm. on the line because Dirk like really laughed um I think Dirk said there was some German coming out of Kobe Mm -hmm. but this idea and I heard this from multiple players and this is what's sinking in for me about Kobe multiple players said we lost Kobe and this dude could speak multiple languages. People said that. And what it says to me is guys are in disbelief and in denial that Kobe could speak multiple languages. Because Kobe was a cut above everyone else in terms of his hunger and thirst for life. Mm-hmm. He squeezed every ounce out of it. He was in the every gym moment. at 5 a.m. He'd stay late. He shot, shot after shot after shot. His shoes were different. His He, he spoke multiple languages. He won more championships. He had such confidence and charisma, and he was unapologetic about that. And you thought, one man can't possibly have all of these features of a renaissance and du- man. And
0: done in 41 years.
1: Yeah, he burned this candle so hot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the idea that other players looked at Kobe and thought, he's such a sophisticated, he's a savant. Mm-hmm. He's not, he's not uh, rough and tumble, but he's also not soft. Kobe is so he comes from basketball lore Right, his father being a player Joe right. Joe Bryant but Kobe's not soft he, he's got the hardest work ethic and he's gritty and but he can also speak French mm-hmm. and all these players look at him and think Kobe's got the sneaker line the endorsements and then post that this guy is wearing the black tux at the Oscars winning his Oscar for a short film
0: which I remember when Kobe won the Oscar and I was like Colby won an Oscar. We Mm -hmm. posted on our social media, too. I was just like, he just won a whole Oscar. A whole Oscar. When
1: you become such an accomplished, not just athlete, but person, Mm -hmm. you know, these sorts of people who live in our minds can't die.
0: I can't tell you how much I thought. If you had told me in my lifetime, like in, in the most recent part of my life, that yeah, um you're gonna be talking about Kobe and the fact that he died. Be like, okay, I'll probably be doing yeah, that sure. like when I'm like eighty. Right. Well like I'm gonna do that seventy. Seventy. 70. Yeah, that's fine. You know, I could deal. I could deal with that. He lived a long life, it'll still be sad, but it'll be right. okay. Right. You know? Um But tell me that my thirty two year old butt needs to talk about Kobe and his legacy mm. is like I just don't understand that i just like i can't like i'm still like grappling with i'm trying to understand
1: what that. is so surreal about the whole thing and everyone's been describing this as surreal is how poetically tragic the timing of it was mm-hmm. just the night before
0: that oh, i can't <laughs>
1: the night I before can't. 20 12 hours before that he was at a lakers game In Philadelphia, where he grew up, playing Mm -hmm. ball, watching LeBron James, his friend, pass him on the all-time NBA scoring list to become number third all-time, and Kobe moved down to fourth. And Kobe's last tweet was in celebration and support of LeBron.
0: And it was eerily, like... It was eerily, like, as though he was saying goodbye. But really, it was just congratulatory. It was just, he was happy to see his friend do well. He was happy to see the game of basketball be in the hands of someone like LeBron who was going to do good things for the league and for um, just the betterment of basketball. And obviously beyond that too, like we all know LeBron is doing some really amazing things for the communities that he wants to be impacting. Um, And so I look at all of those things and I'm just like, I was just so confused by it you know and even like that morning he messaged uh messaged uh sharif um o'neill um which is um shaquille o'neill's son and all he said was like hey you good you know because he hadn't heard from him in a little bit and he's like oh i am good yeah and they were literally just going back and forth of like when they're gonna meet up next so like he was still thinking about other people in his life you know he was thinking about Obviously, Sharif and him has like a close relationship, being that he's seen him grow up. Um, but it was just like the, the timing of all of that was just kind of unimaginable for him to be alive to see that happen, and then he passes the mm. next day.
1: I just have to feel for LeBron in that situation mm-hmm. where I remember watching Kobe's career from draft to... Right. Now and LeBron, same. I read his articles and magazines right. when he was in high school, and he used to write for Slam Magazine mm-hmm. as an All American hoopster. Then right. he getting drafted. Watching LeBron evolve as a person and as a player, you've been there with it with me every step of the way. Yeah. Watching and loving this guy.
0: And, brother, yeah i used to hate him oh well, yeah,
1: yeah yeah i i i you know implored you to change your stance on that you I did. You and i looked at kobe and my evolution of him as a complicated figure but also someone i could respect and could be beloved right. you know even if he's the most tenacious person out there his his responsibility is to give this game everything he's got. He doesn't, he is unapologetically giving all of himself to this game mm-hmm. at the expense of his relationships with anyone else. And I think to myself, isn't that all I would ask from yeah. an athlete? Right. Then he's doing everything right. And to watch LeBron. Be his friend on so many Olympic teams and to message each other as frequently as they do and just have each other's back and be in Nike commercials together right. and all this sort of stuff to watch both of these careers run and and have the conversation in so many circles. How many times have I talked to friends who were so Kobe, Right, Kobe's the best, Kobe, the best. And I had to correct them and say, no, 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 no. LeBron is the best for reasons that I can just outline and to watch the Instagram beefs and battles about this. It's like it's like um, I don't know what you would compare it to, like ketchup or mustard or something like Like fundamental Pepsi or Coke. It's like so fundamentally ingrained in the basketball world. And so LeBron has always given respect and appreciation to Kobe for being that role model for him for Mm -hmm. being the person right ahead of him trying to emulate Kobe and then to watch LeBron's career and I'd be and I'm so excited about it and to watch the two of them sit to be in the same arena for Kobe to for Kobe to pass the torch to LeBron in the scoring category right it was one of the most magical highs it really was such
0: a beautiful thing to see like so beautiful to see and like and for that to be done so grace- gracefully, right? Yeah. Like, there are people... I mean, I'll call it one of my greats, MJ. Mm-hmm. I feel like when people pass in, there's a, a statement that usually goes out to the world of, like, congrats, good for you, keep it moving kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Mm-hmm. But this was, like... It just felt like such a brotherhood, mm-hmm. which I think the two thousand the 2000s did that for... Like, once Michael left... There was such a like a hole there that yes Kobe helped create um, like he's the new Michael like that was always like kind of the conversation, Mm -hmm. Um, but after him and once LeBron came into the league, you're just seeing these like young men grow to be these really mature men Mm -hmm. who are looking at the world like yes this is a game of basketball I'm gonna me and you when we're on the court we're on the paint right we're ruthless. I'm I'm gunning for you, you're gunning for me. But outside of this, like Uh once we step outside of these lines, you're my brother. I'm and we're in this like very weird life stage in life where no one really is really gonna understand what it means to be a basketball player in the NBA other than another basketball player in the NBA. We can allude to what if what it's like. Mm hmm. But there's nothing that another peer can understand. In the same way, like, there's no one that's going to understand my job as much as maybe one of my colleagues do because they see me on the everyday, right? Um, So, yeah, it's just.
1: For LeBron, being so close to him and that moment happening so graciously, as you said, Mm -hmm. to then 12 hours later be on a plane and get the news that. yeah, he's died.
0: He got off the plane from with that right. news. There's yeah.
1: no, there's no words that can probably get in the mind of what that moment was for LeBron. I just can't. You were the chosen one. You, you were you the got, one. You got that tattoo. The whole world loves right. this man, right. and you're the one who is debatably closest to him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's it had to have
0: as far as greatness sh- is concerned. Yeah.
1: Oh my god, I can only. And and I I'm saw sure it.
0: It even questioned his mortality, like it, it for like sure. Give him a moment of like.
1: If it can happen to Kobe, How about him. He he's like I just got off a plane with my teammates. I fly planes every day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know. Uh, he's in LA too. He's got kids. He's got. He's got a he's, daughter. Yeah.
0: Um, for those of you who don't know, for the for the All Star games, um, Giannis's team is wearing twenty four. And LeBron's team is wearing number two in honor of Gianna Bryant and Kobe Bryant. And one of the reasons why LeBron picked the number two was because I have a daughter, too. Mm-hmm. And I want to honor Gianna in that moment. And I was just like, oh, this is hitting him in multiple levels. This is not just like, oh, I lost a friend and a, and like someone that I look up to, a colleague, a mentor of, of this, this great human also a a really good example of what it means to be a father you know what it means to be a husband and all those different things so i can't i can't even imagine i think a lot of players i I really wish nba the nba just like canceled games for that week i really do wish they did that because the players were, were really mourning some of them mourned in ways that were like quote unquote productive for the NBA, like Kyrie went off, Dame went off, you know, these are people who are just like, they went off and like scored big points and doing big things. And there was others who were just like struggling and the sidelines crying because they are just having a moment, you know? Um, And as much as I know Kobe would have wanted everybody to get their butts on the field, you know, on the court and just like get, get to work, um, I also think there's importance in just taking a minute and knowing that this is this sucks. As simple as that, you know?
1: Mm. Did you see the late night shows? Um,
0: I saw uh, Jimmy Fallon speak about their beer run that they did, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was sweet. Um, that's the only one I saw. I didn't see others um, particularly. Um, Honestly, I was really like it was to a point where I had to stop looking at Instagram because Mm -hmm. it was like I would just I would just start crying in the Uh. middle of like looking at something just because, you know, I I have a very special relationship with my father. So anything with like father daughter related posts with Kobe is just I feel for that because I know how important it is to have a healthy relationship with your parents Mm -hmm. Um, and for daughters with their father, I think is just such a. At least for me, it, having the dad that I have makes me the, the strong woman that I am today. Um, so I, it, all of those things were just a lot. Was there others that um, posted? I know there was others. I just haven't seen any all of them.
1: Ellen was very choked up.
0: Oh, I, yes. I did see Ellen's. I didn't
1: know she had that kind of uh, connection with Kobe. Maybe not personally, but... Maybe personally, but yeah. also just like life as, as a life thing. I mean, they also you know? like
0: live in LA together. I, I feel sure like that they've that, crossed paths Yeah, many like times. as celebrities, you're always there. That's got to be
1: such a surreal moment or feeling to know that you're just arm's length away from or embracing who is a legend in the LA community. He's right. a community member, he's a local 100%. member. For those yeah. people I know from LA, this shakes them more than other people because they have seen him or been near him or have talked to him he's one of theirs in his uniting of la from the high and low class
0: yeah i mean thinking about like black and when nipsey Nipsey hustle died that was like a huge shockwave in la because of how big nipsey was as a rapper in la Mm -hmm. and nipsey which by the way congratulations to nipsey because he got a grammy um that night the kobe died um so people like in L.A. are just shook because they they lost these two great men of the community mm-hmm. for all their flaws, you know. Nipsey, sure. a gangster, kind of a, was a homophobe, to Kobe, who had his demons and um, blips in his in his life.
1: Mm-hmm. He um, so Ellen had some kind of uh, connection. R- connection there, and then Jimmy Kimmel did his whole show. Dedicated to Kobe, so it was only about that. There was no studio audience; it was just Jimmy talking about Kobe, and that was hard for him too. My friend watched it. Uh, he said he was in the grocery store. He made the mistake of watching it on his phone because he he started uh, crying in the grocery mm-hmm. store because it just got it's so emotional. And Jimmy Kimmel uh, has Jimmy had Kimmel. him on the show, many and Jimmy
0: times. Kimmel is yeah several times, and yeah. he talked about Gianna. And you know, mm-hmm. the the clip that kept on playing that I saw on Instagram was. Jimmy being like, Oh, everyone keeps on telling you to get another boy like have another boy mm-hmm. to, you know, pass the legacy and all these things. And Kobe goes, Well, yeah, I mean, he always says that. I feel like Vanessa wants a boy more than I do. Like I love having girls. I love being a girl dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes, Anytime someone says like, Oh, you know, you and V should have another boy, another kid, have a boy, carry legacy, Gianna, if Gianna's next to him be like, Oi, I got this. We don't need a guy for that and I was just <laughs> like 100% can see <laughs> a child of Kobe Bryant saying that. Sure. Because like, we don't know Gianna the way that obviously her family does. But like, you're Kobe Bryant's kid? Yeah, you definitely said that. <laughs> she was
1: supposed to play for UConn. That yep. was the That was the that was a plan, yeah. Gino Ariema probably would have stuck around to have her. Yeah, um, absolutely. So... Because that's, that's
0: not some small little women's basketball team there. They are... There's some greats that come out of come out of that um, come
1: out of that school. Yeah, he's. I feel like Kobe's mark on basketball is forever cemented and right. has been as the greatest Lakers. Oh wait, I forgot about Jerry West. The Kobe, one of the greatest two shooting guards in Lakers history, debatably. Yeah. There's him and Jerry West. Jerry West, who was very close to Kobe and he's drafting the reason him. He's,
0: he's the one that drafted him yeah
1: and well trading for him getting him to the Lakers um, and then being a mentor to Kobe for his whole life yeah and avoiding some of the pitfalls that Kobe could have made in his career with the mentorship of Jerry West which he alluded or talked about on uh, TNT mm-hmm. and then just talking about Kobe's relentless thirst for Curiosity. Yeah. West was talking about how much Kobe would just reach out to anybody he wanted information from. If you were an important person in any industry, and especially in sports, Kobe would just get your number and call you and just ask questions. And that humility of research and working hard uh, is something that I admire from him. And I forget because there's a humbleness there. We talk about how arrogant he is, but he would dial anyone and just say I want to learn from you
0: so Lou Williams um used to play did he used to play yeah he played with the Lakers yeah I was gonna say I'm like how does he know this story um and he said you know he was having a conversation he was being interviewed and people obviously have been asking all these players how they're feeling about you know Kobe's death and Lou Williams goes um yeah you know one day I I like looked at Kobe I'm like yo I, I see what you're doing, like." You want everyone to think that you're this like villain, this fierce competitor on the court, like that you're just like mean, you know. Mm-hmm. And you also hear stories about him calling people lazy and mm-hmm. like like he he was like Michael in that way where mm-hmm. he he would throw a punch at you if yeah. he needed to, right? Yeah. Like, but in, with his words and how he worked, mm-hmm. but Lou, Lou Williams goes, "But you're actually a really nice guy." Yeah. And uh, Kobe goes. Fuck out of here, or something like that—just <laughs> something of that nature. Of just like, like, what are you talking about? You know. But for me, I think people. I think of what would my life be if I found out that, you know, in like just right after Michael's first retirement. I'm not talking about the second. Or the like the first like big one not the one that was like when he went to baseball but like after his run with the bulls and like three years later he died like what would the world be like you know and i think people would be very sad and remember his competitiveness and things like that um but I don't know if people would say that he was a nice person. <laughs> I don't think people would say that. No. Because as we remember, fuck them kids is uh, what. <laughs> um,
1: I think there's people who clo- close to him would be like Charles Barkley. Well, and-
0: yeah, of course. But Michael
1: didn't keep company like that. Yeah,
0: he, he kept to himself. Um, and, we, and we also don't know a lot about Michael and his personal life because... Social media is not something that he does. even when Kobe died, mm. it was his just like like usual, his like people put mm. out a statement on behalf of yeah. um, Michael and I'm sure Michael said something, but like what that looks like and how that is said is yeah. different. But we're living in an age where you know an impact of a Kobe dying, an impact of some God forbid any other prominent player, Who's on social media? Who's sharing times with their kids? Who are yeah. sh- who are doing? Who are showing like, look at what I'm doing with Mamba Academy. Look at what I'm doing with all these different things. You're gonna feel like such a different impact because you're now seeing the human in them, mm-hmm. um, which I don't think is something that we always get to see.
1: He's so human, and Kobe on a late night show or, or an interview, or when he made that documentary Muse which was about some of the real hard times in his young life before we even knew who he was to where he was during uh, the scandal when the uh, allegations in Colorado of a sexual assault came up. Sure. That period was very dark for his career. And a lot of people wrote him off or said he would never come back from that. And he talked about that briefly Mm -hmm. in so many words on his documentary. We watched a full it's like when you nominate someone. You and
0: I watched that together, didn't we? Yeah. I feel like you watch that Mm -hmm.
1: together. Yeah. Whenever you watch, when you look at an actor for their career and you look at a performance for a nominated best actors award yeah it's always their range right what range does this person show in this and kobe gave us range yeah he's like you see me as a complete villain right came back he grew a beard Mm -hmm. got a tattoo grew some hair and said like i don't care if you hate me i'm gonna go up and just like be Mm -hmm. nasty every night in this on this court um to being someone who had daughters enlightened and smiled more and became this kind of uh Pro, professor mm-hmm. of the game and who was teaching other young people how to be better players. He was passing on the information and knowledge that he got. Um, he showed us great range that I don't think someone like a Michael who was holier than thou, he was just yeah. this mercenary. He was a god, yeah. yeah. He was in this unaccessible place where Kobe was still greater than any average human you've ever seen play the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. Any great basketball player, Kobe is debatably one of the top 15 basketball players of all time, yeah. he was also so intellectual and funny and charming yeah. when he wanted to be. Yeah. And it happened in interviews and post games. Yeah. Um, he could respond on a dime without missing a beat. And he didn't have what other players had. Other players might be shy in front of a microphone, And Kobe was just so comfortable up there. And some of
0: that, you could say, is his own upbringing, too, because he grew up seeing his father Mm -hmm. uh, in the league and um, doing things. It's the fact that he was well-traveled and um, had life experiences that other people didn't have, didn't have the privilege of having.
1: He was was a, a monopoly of creativity and knowledge and and culture he was so cultured yeah i mean he was dressing well and speaking languages that other players just can't other players just don't speak other languages and he has a monopoly on that right and so you other uh, uh,
0: uh, american players yeah correct
1: correct yeah um lebron is the closest thing we have and i would say he puts his family out there in ways that Kobe puts his family out there now with his girls, or mm. he had been. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we didn't get to see that in players prior to Kobe. Yeah. We get more of that from Kobe. We get it from LeBron. I think for a LeBron James, now not having Kobe as someone who, frankly, he looked at for guidance. Right. He feels like he, I feel like it's a phantom limb yeah. for him. Yeah. Where he feels Kobe's presence around him all the time, but he can't call him. Yeah. And it's that way for so many people in the LA community. When you look at the Staples Center Memorial, oh, it's. They had 1,300 basketballs plus that were donated and just old basketballs that people use. They put it in boxes at the Staples Center in tribute to Kobe. Yeah. Like, ugh.
0: I look at all these things and like. I'm at a point, I'm just like, the Lakers have to win everything. They've got to win. They've got to win the championship.
1: They will win, not because of this, but in spite of this. Oh, yeah. If that's what... I mean, because I don't know how I would play this season if I had this hanging over me. The
0: first game that the Lakers played after Kobe died, I literally was like, yo, does LeBron even want to play?
1: He couldn't. He couldn't. He had had no energy.
0: Yeah, because like... I don't know people realize, like, I've unfortunately lost way too many people in my life, but every single time someone dies in my life, it is, an, it is a physically exhausting as much as it is an emotionally exhausting experience. Yeah. And I look at all of that and I'm just like, I can't even imagine. Like, eventually they were playing okay, but um, the Portland Trailblazers ended up um, getting the W. Um, and when someone asked Dame you know, do you feel bad that you won on Kobe night, essentially? And he said, you know, people are people like someone lost their father, their brother, their 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 husband. This is just basketball. Mm-hmm. Like, I know Kobe would have wanted us to play our best. We did our best. But I think this is just basketball. Yeah. You know, and I, I really appreciated him saying that. And so I look at all of this and like the sadness that I have for Kobe not being on this earth anymore is Is very deep Um, but I also know that he is a man of multitudes and that he is a person that is flawed Um, but he's also a person that I feel as though he has redeemed himself in more ways than one especially a lot of people have written him off based on the allegation the the rape allegation in Colorado when he went there to for knee surgery Um, but also some of the like, uh, homophobic things that he said in the past. Um, I don't know what exactly he said, but... It was in the heat
1: of a game. He was sitting on the bench. Oh, and then
0: he like called some of the F-word, didn't he? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. And he straight up apologized. Said like, yeah, that wasn't okay that I said that. and I'm sorry that I said that. Um, the rape allegation, I know, uh, for those who are sexual assault victim... I'm, I'm sorry, survivors... Um, this is really complicated because you see everybody like praising this man as a God, as this like amazing basketball player and husband and, and, and father and mentor to people. But he did this heinous thing, alleged heinous thing, right? Mm -hmm. Because in, in the courts, it wasn't proven, even though there have been lots of stories of like the, the girl was bullied into dropping the case and, settled out of court and all these different things and but I will say one of the things I appreciated about Kobe after the allegation was that he went he came forward and said I truly believe that what happened between us was consensual but I recognize that how I am, how I am viewing this is very different from the way that you are viewing this. And I don't think you're coming at me for money because the lady was getting death threats and things like that, because this could have, as you know, ruined Kobe's career if he was found guilty. Mm. Um, um, So I think people then said, oh, he got cursed. He got four girls out of it. Serves him right. I'm like, first of all, girls are dope, so relax. Um, But the way that he um, was able to redeem himself, I think... After his retirement, even more so, is something that I find impressive. Because mm. there are monsters out there that don't, uh, that I don't think can be redeemed. Like based on the things that they have done, because some of the thing, you know, thing about murder. I'm talking about like gr- things that are gruesome and, and terrible. Rape is one of those things in my in my eyes. However, i I believe that there, ha- I can't live in a world where redemption can't be a thing, where mm. someone can't find. A moment of redemption, you know. Um, so I look at that and I think, all right, he can be one of the greatest basketball players that we've ever seen and uh, would have would have really changed the future. But he also is an alleged rapist, and he that means he's human, and he just happens to be in this place that um, he's very uh, visible. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. there are going to be people just like if one day I will too die and there will be people that are going to say amazingly nice things about me and there's some people that think that I ain't shit and may say not nice things about me. I've
1: never me. met those people.
0: Mm, I think you have. Have I? I don't know. Maybe.
1: Well they didn't say it to me.
0: Well because they know that you're one of my closest friends. <laughs> I guess they right. Um but but in the same way, like no one's going to be liked by everybody. I mean, what are your thoughts?
1: Uh, I just echo everything that you said, and I appreciate that we can have someone who had one point in his career where people questioned his character, and that he has f- had four stunning daughters who are beautiful and... Going to do great things to shake up the world, um, the three who are still living. Mm-hmm. And uh, that people in other industries and around the world who are on the other side of the planet, even look at him and think, I see myself in him, because that's his story yeah. that they get choked up on. Everyone is thinking, he was our main, st- he was our protagonist. Yeah. And sometimes he was the antagonist. Yeah. And he had such dynamic range as a character. Of entertainment and what we draw from our stories, we draw for our life. Yeah. And so Kobe, in the same way that I watch some of my favorite movies, Kobe's been my ongoing character study yeah. of what it is to be gritty and resilient and persistent yeah. and driven, and that's he was giving us doses of that, and, and we also didn't realize it.
0: Complex and ever-evolving.
1: Yeah, that he was not perfect, and he could take ownership of that, and he could try things that he might fail. Yeah. You know, he came in his first playoff crunch game against the Jazz when he was very young, and he shot three air balls. Yeah. And he said, well, they were all on target.
0: The target I just, loop? no, no, no. Mm-hmm. He said
1: they were all in line. I wasn't strong enough. Mm. They were just a little short. So I had to get in the gym. Right. And he took that to heart. And he got better at all these different areas of his game. He said, I need better post-play. So he reached out to Hakeem Olajuwon, one of mm-hmm. the greatest, yeah. and got better at that. He Who still
0: trains people. Still does it, yeah. yeah.
1: And and Kobe has just had so many areas of his life where he made it look easy, but he did hours of work, yeah, days and weeks and months of just
0: same old, same old, and he was relentless. And, uh, and he tried to do all of that without sacrificing his time with his girls. Yep. Um, he would say that he would always uh, be there for to when they woke up and mm-hmm. when they were in bed and if it meant that he lost sleep a little bit to be able to work out early in the morning get home for the girls mm-hmm. you know get them to school go back to the, go back and work out you know he was mm-hmm. always there for his kids and um, I think the solace that I have is that he was he um, he died doing what he loved was being a dad um,
1: he was a good looking man if i don't mind saying it i mean it's i had
0: i had crush on number eight uh kobe growing up
1: everybody i talked to someone recently who said when they were growing up they said they were gonna marry kobe you know that Mm. was they grew up in la and they're like i want to marry kobe one day yeah um and so he's just he was this all-arounder guy who grew a heart at the end as lou williams said like you're actually a nice guy kobe Uh, his daughters did that to him, I think. Oh,
0: yeah, absolutely. My dad said that having me as a daughter, um, like, melted him. Yeah. Like, that was, like, something that um, my dad, this rough-and-tumble dude, Mm -hmm. very quickly realized, oh, yeah, this girl just has me and putty in her hands now.
1: (laughs) He's incredible, all the accolades he has, but I think what's the most important thing to him is his relationship with his kids, and that is so sad to me how this all ended for him yeah. and from an entrepreneur standpoint and the, what the world stood to gain yeah. from Kobe he was only 41 Think he about, was writing a book with about,
0: somebody I forget but
1: there's unpublished manuscripts somewhere there's film reels that mm-hmm. haven't been shot there are so many things that did not happen yet he was Ramona Shelburne of ESPN said that she had a very strong relationship with Kobe because she covered him his whole career And she talked to him about writing a book, you know, let's write your book. What do you, what do you say here? And he wanted her to do it, but he said he wouldn't put a book out there unless it offered something to another athlete. Mm -hmm. unless it gave them something tangible they could come away with from that book. I'm not going to just write a book about myself. It needs to be something that is equipping someone to, to go into the world. Right. He's a teacher. And I think we lost the opportunity to get more lessons from him. And that's so tragic. That's, that's the loss.
0: I think, yeah, I think that's the thing, the, 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 the many things that he could have done for not just like the world, right? Like when it comes to art, literature, um, the game of basketball, but also, um, just the way people are thinking. I think he, he was, he was a thinker. And I think of the players that he mentored, like the Kyries, like the, uh, Jason Tatum's, like all those folks, like they are much more cerebral than most, um, like Kobe is, you know, sometimes Kyrie says things and I'm just like, wait, I need what, <laughs> you know, I need to like, I need a dictionary, um, to understand it. And so, um, it is it is such a great loss and i think of some of the big highlights in his careers you know his 81 point game against was who was it against the pacers uh, the raptors the rap it was the raptors yes um 81 points against the raptors um his five nba championships every single time he went he went two olympic championships right how many times was he mvp four three of the league yeah one Oh, but Finals MVPs. He he two. was he was two. Um, um, he's an Oscar winner. There's there's so many things that he's done uh, during his time as a number eight, a number twenty four, and even post twenty four, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just sad to see that he's not here. Um, but um, I also am grateful that I was able in my lifetime to see him play live. That was yeah. Like a, yeah when was that um, it was um, the in the Chico- no no <laughs> I, I wish I was at that game uh, no it was in Chicago There he was playing the Bulls it was like a random game mm-hmm. in the season
1: uh, what year
0: I was 13 or 14 so that's like 2001 was it was I 13
1: during their first championship year They had Phil
0: Jackson? Yeah, it was a Phil Jackson year. No, I was in high school when this happened. So it was a Phil Jackson year. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't 13, 14. I just remember I was in the suburbs.
1: Phil's return to Chicago. Yeah. Mm. It was just
0: like a random game. It wasn't like an important game.
1: It's going to hit me when they do the SB Awards and they do the People We Lost this year. And you know he'll be the last one up.
0: And it's going to suck. It's gonna God, suck.
1: The whole room is gonna chill. I
0: think of like the NBA uh, awards. Mm-hmm. That's gonna suck.
1: Yep. Um, they need to name something after Kobe. I actually agree with that. I think we... they
0: think they they uh, even Jerry West is okay with the, no, with the logo changing. Need
1: to chill out with that.
0: I don't know if it needs to change. I think Jerry West is fine. I think he yeah. deserves to have that.
1: Yeah. We're um, all reacting a bit. To
0: we're re- we're reactive, and not to like look, yeah. you know. That's not what it I. Through.
1: Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's yeah. The logo thing we can just let that live as is. But I think an award for all the things that Kobe brought to the game, for all the things we've talked about on this, and what he's meant to the world.
0: Yeah, to
1: the world. I was in Chinatown having dim sum on Sunday. Mm. And one of the people... I mean,
0: China, like, broke down in tears. Oh, God! Because they gave him his nickname. They had all these...
1: Yeah, they had all these... uh, The Mamba, right. They had all these um, magazines that had him on the cover, and every script is in uh, Chinese, Mandarin, Mm -hmm. or what have you. Cantonese, maybe. So, it's like, this guy was world-renowned and beloved by a lot of fans. Mm -hmm. And I think um, the NBA Awards should be if we don't have a name for something
0: give it a name you
1: give it to kobe just not the all time assist award not the like uh. assist player of the year or <laughs> not something like that but something more <laughs> the scoring title needs an award the scoring title maybe
0: oh that was that was a good one i needed a laugh <laughs> <over that. Care
1: laughs> of... if you win uh if you win a scoring title in a season the you get the kobe bryant uh trophy and that comes with a certain like dollar amount yeah that you get for being i don't want eight thousand two hundred and forty
0: dollars eight twenty four
1: yeah add a zero or two on there sure
0: sure oh yeah i like that oh i like that a lot i like that a lot um is there anything else that you want to say
1: no uh the world just feels the basketball world feels a little less complete And I'll be interested to see how we move forward as a game in remembrance of Kobe over the course of our lifetime. Yeah. Because we'll always remember this. Mm -hmm. And we'll know that there's going to be years that go by, decades go by. And I think, what would Kobe have done by this point right now?
0: Yeah. It's going to be a lot of what-ifs. But um, I am grateful for the fact that I have been able to see him play not just obviously live, but just live in a world where he also lived in it. Um, I'm grateful for the complexity that he is and that he was um, and for how his second act was shaping up up to be so beautiful. And um, I'm grateful for um, being able to witness that. And I'm grateful that even in this moment, um, this just reminded me um, to... To love the people I love yep. well. To hug the people I love a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. And to be gracious and kind because you don't know what people are going through. Um, and it doesn't hurt for us. Um, it doesn't hurt for us to be a little bit more kind to one another and be more understanding and trying to hear people for who they are. Um, so with all that being <laughs> wait, said. Wait,
1: wait, wait. I hugged one more thing I'm grateful for. Oh, okay. What are you grateful for? basketball portfolio Uh, on the court and i know we said this earlier it rocked lebron james and so much of the community lebron just took his seat as third all-time scoring i in my mind i mentally hugged lebron closer to me when i found out this news and i said you better not go anywhere yeah. I need you to finish this portfolio before you even think about leaving yeah. us. Yeah, You have a job I definitely, to do. I
0: definitely prayed a little bit harder for LeBron.
1: You you are on path to be the all-time greatest leading scorer in NBA history, and that's something Kobe would be thrilled yeah. to watch you do.
0: Also, no pressure. No pressure.
1: <laughs> you, you've been playing for 17 professional seasons.
0: Get your shit together. And you
1: have three more to go to get where you need to be Yeah, to pass up Carl and Kareem and this you is the to. when lebron writes his book he'll say that mountain was the toughest to climb yeah because i was probably i lost kobe and i wanted to quit on my journey yeah i was like what is it all for yeah i got my kids here i got my family i i'm at peace yeah but then i said no you set out when you were 18 years old to do this thing Yeah. And you owe it to the world to do this thing and to yourself. And maybe the motivating factor might be when he looks and sees brawny on the mountaintop at the peak. He goes that that, the potential for my son to play in the NBA at the same time as me. Mm -hmm. That's the flag marker that I'm trying to get to. Mm -hmm. It's the idea of like Gianna. Playing yeah. in the WNBA, yeah, it's you don't yeah yeah so I, whatever's gonna keep LeBron going right now the Mamba for life tattoo on his leg moving mm-hmm. forward, um, I'm I'm taking all my good energy and feelings on Kobe Bryant and transferring all of that over to cheer harder that much harder for LeBron yeah. on his ascent.
0: Yeah, agreed. So, Kobe, Gianna, Peyton, Sarah, Alyssa, Carrie, John. Christina, and Ara, you're our dope people this week. We hope you are resting in paradise um, and uh, smiling down on us and sending us good vibes our way. All right, folks, that's our cast. We know it was sad, but we're grateful that you're here with us. We love you all. Merch, I love you, buddy.
1: Love you too, friend. Um,
0: be dope, and we'll catch you later.
1: See ya.